know, Peter loved Jesus. And last week we talked about how he laid on his, on his, you know, on his, on his breast, on his chest when he was sitting there, man. And wow, what an amazing time last week in John chapter 13, where Jesus washed the, 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 the apostles, the disciples feet and gave him a chance, some of them to repent. Wow. What a time that he brought together that Conanian, that fellowship together as brothers. And wow, what an amazing thing that Jesus did, how he announces Judas and he gives Judas that chance to say, hey, I I don't want to be left out. I don't want to be, you know, on the back burner. I want to be, you know, he's given him that chance for forgiveness and also saying, look, I love you guys. But see, Satan entered into Judas and, and, and that's when Jesus told him last week, he said, whatever you're going to do, do it quickly. Okay? But see, no one at the table knew for what reason he said that. And Jesus made it clear to everybody that no matter what they do in this life, they could always lean on him because he loves them. He loves us. And He loves us with an everlasting love that no one can take away. The Bible says that nobody can separate us from the love that Jesus Christ has for us. So John chapter 13 was radical because Jesus was blessing His disciples and He was basically telling Peter that later you're going to deny Me. And Peter said to Him, Lord, why can't, why, 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 why can't I follow You you know, to heaven because this is where Jesus was telling him, you can't go, man. Where I'm going, you can't go. So last week we talked about John chapter 13 and the forgiveness and how Jesus gave Judas a chance to come clean. And so, welcome to Growing in His Word. I'm Joseph and and God bless you guys. And if you're just tuning in right now, we're going to have a radical study, man. We're going to get into John chapter 14. (laughs) Christ comforts his disciples. And we're going to see where Jesus is going with this and, and how he's comforting them. He was just now finishing telling them that he's going to go die for their, their sins. Some of them don't realize. Mostly any of them, does, they don't really realize what's going to happen. And so the Son of Man is going to be glorified. He talked to him about this. And now John chapter 14 talks about how Christ is going to comfort his disciples. And man, last week we talked about that. Father, we come before you, Lord. We thank you for this time. We ask, Lord, in your name, Jesus, that you speak through us to through this chapter, John chapter 14. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to the podcast. God bless you guys. I'm Joseph. Man, last week was a radical study, but this week's going to be even more, more radical because Christ is going to comfort his disciples. And because everyone goes through it, man, and even myself, we all go through the, pro- the, the times and, and the trials and the problems in this life. And Jesus is going to sit there and comfort his disciples now. And this chapter is going to be the best chapter that, that honest to goodness, it's my favorite chapter. And you're thinking, why? Well, because, number one, Jesus is going to describe his deity. But also he's going to describe how the helper, the Holy Spirit, can aid us no matter what we're going through. 
This is the key. Because some of us want to hold on to our baggage. Some of us believers and non-believers don't realize that you can really depend on the Holy Spirit. And Jesus left a helper. And we don't have to panic. We don't have to fret. We don't have to worry. We don't have to be upset. We can rest in the hope. In the Hebrew, it's called Hatikva. It's not the same Hatikva, but it's the hope that Jesus Christ has got our back. Listen to this. This is going to be a radical chapter, man, and I'm excited. I'm so excited. Listen, it says, Christ comforts his disciples. In verse 1, it says, Let not your heart be troubled. Listen, you believe in God, believe also in me. So, in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, and I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also, and where I go, you know, and the way you know, and the way you know. Listen, have you ever seen, I mean, let's be honest. I know you dream about mansions. We all dream about mansions. I had a dream, I, I, was, I had a mansion. I had a dream that I was in heaven, I was painting this big old mansion, and my wife was like, honey, you don't have to paint no more. I looked around, I could see the river of life. I was in heaven. And it was radical. Jesus is saying, if you believe in me and you receive me, you're going to get a mansion. There's a mansion in heaven with your name on it. A lot of you people out there don't believe that. But it's true. Jesus has prepared a place for you. And as a believer in Christ, he doesn't want you to be, to be focusing on the world because the world has nothing to offer you. Listen, we need to get spiritual. And you may think, oh, I'm not a spiritual person and the Bible says not to get too spiritual. I'm not saying that. I'm saying we need to be spiritual about everything that we do, meaning, meaning not over-spiritual because that's cultivistic too. It can be, it can be cultivistic. You don't want to be like that. But Jesus is saying, look, focus on the mansion. Okay, I got a gold one for you, and it's everlasting. Okay, this is what he's saying. He's saying, Don't worry about your rent, I'm gonna pay it. Don't worry about what kind of food you're, you need, I'm gonna feed you. Jesus says in Matthew, it, Aren't not the birds less value to you? And he feeds the birds. They're, they're, they're less, the birds are, they're birds. I mean, come on, man, he loves us more than the birds. But listen. What's going on here is Jesus is saying in verse 4, And where I go, you know, and the way you know. So, basically, we always have Thomas. Thomas is here now. Check this out. It's going to get, this, this sermon is going to heat up, man, like a, like a, like a hot chili pepper. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be like a mild one, and then, you know, it's going to creep. It's like one of those, those radical uh, burritos, uh, man, one time I was eating a burrito and <laughs> my buddy, he, he put some hot sauce on there and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so hot, but it, it wasn't hot at first, man, he's laughing at me, <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom, man, you know, and he's like, hey, pastor, I think you ate too much <laughs> salsa, but hey, man, this message is going to be just the same way, listen, but now, hopefully you don't go to the bathroom, but listen to this, man, Thomas said to him, Lord, we, 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 see the we, do not know 
where you're going. And how can we know the way? Wow, listen to this. And Jesus said, check this out. He said to him, I am the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Listen, Jesus is telling them, you got a mansion, a dwelling place. You know, we all long for a permanent, secure place. But Jesus is saying, look, I set aside a mansion for you. Okay? I'm the only way. No one can come through any other way but through me. Thomas said to him, Lord, you know, basically, he's asking him. And so Christ is answering Philip too. Listen to this. He says, Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father. And it's... And it... And, it, it is sufficient for us. And Jesus said to him, listen to this. You're going to love this. You guys are going to love this. You guys, hold on to your, hold on to your pens and pencils your, or your paper. Let's watch this. He says, he's, you're going to love this. Listen, Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long and yet you have not known me, Philip? Wow. Wow. He's thinking, look, man, how long have we been together, son? I mean, you don't know me yet? You haven't seen my miracles? You haven't seen what I've done? I mean, come on. He don't get it. Some of us don't get it. Like these next verses. Some believers will never, ever understand this scripture. I want you to listen to this. Right now, get your helmet of... of th get your thinking cap on right now. Listen, this is going to be the best message that you've ever heard when it comes to walking in the Holy Spirit. Watch this. Maybe not the best, but you're going to learn something real good today. Watch this. Listen. He who has seen me, seen the Father, so how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? Question mark. The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Ooh. But the Father who dwells in me. Wow. He does the work. So there goes the Jehovah Witnesses. You're out the door. Look, it's the Holy Spirit that does the work. Verse 11 says, Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me. Or else believe me for the sakes of the works themselves. So he's saying, look, you don't got to do the work. I've already done it, man. I've already laid the tracks. Now, get on the train tracks. Get on the train and get on the board and let me, the Holy Spirit, work in you. You're thinking, how do I do that? I'm a non-believer. Well, first you got to accept Jesus Christ in your heart and then receive the Holy Spirit, which is Jesus. He just said it. Now watch this. Secondly, you don't have to do any work. Faith without works is dead. Well, we got to get out there and spread the gospel. No, Jesus will do it in you. Because if you're really saved and you really have the Holy Spirit in you, it's the Holy Spirit in you that's going to go out and renew you and change you from the inside out. And the fruit is going to be bared in you. Jesus bears the fruit. Understand? Cool. We're there. Good. Right. Nice. Number two. Listen. Listen to this. The apostles did the work on earth, but was confined to Israel, okay? So the apostles would preach everywhere, and then they would, and, and, and then basically, you know, people would get saved, but Peter, Peter's message at Pentecost brought more followers to Jesus than, did, than Jesus did uh, on the entire earthly ministry. Listen, did you know that? Yeah, the disciples were able to do the, uh, uh, these works because Christ 
would go to the Father and send the Holy Spirit to empower them. So you are empowered by the Holy Spirit. That is what I'm trying to say. Listen to this. The Holy Spirit is called the Holy Spirit, the, the Spirit of Truth, because He is the truth, and He guides us into all truth. First Corinthians chapter chapter uh, 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 one. First uh, Corinthians, uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, chapter two, thirteen, in Second Peter, uh, one twenty one, says it. It neither sees Him nor knows Him, but basically, what we're talking about over here is is the Holy Spirit doing the work. But now it's going to get even hotter, man. Here it comes, man. Jalapeno, one coming up. Ready? Here it comes, man. Listen. 11 says, Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. He casted out demons. Jesus Christ healed the sick. He healed Lazarus. We talked about that with Lazarus a couple weeks ago. He raised the dead. Miracles. He turned water into wine. He walked on water. I can go on and on and on and on and on. Fed 5,000 more because there's children and women there. Listen to this. Verse 12 says that most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I got I go to my Father, and whatever you ask in my name that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Okay? So, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. You're thinking, I want a Ferrari. No, Jesus don't give Ferraris. Jesus Christ don't give you Porsches. Jesus Christ will give you the brains to go get the, the job to get it. Jesus Christ will give you the wisdom because we're all stupid. We have our own dumb wisdom. We want to mess it up. How many times do we let we get in the way of the Holy Spirit when He wants to work in us and we mess it up? I want to preach the gospel. <laughs> okay, you're going to mess it up. I remember when I got saved, I just wanted to scrub toilets and be left alone and serve God, man. God wouldn't leave me alone because <laughs> He loves me. But because I'm called to, to do His work, to preach and teach, you have gifts also. God wants to rub them out. We all have gifts. But if you want something, ask. Don't go begging the pastor because the pastor is just an instrument used by God. You can be used by God. Although we do have a higher calling, very serious calling, not to be messed with, not to be played with. James talks about it. Brother, not let many of you become teachers knowing that the judgment is stricter. I'm going to be judged differently. So you're, 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 you're correct. I, I, I will study the word more because I, I'm, I'm held at a higher, stricter judgment. But Jesus says, if you want something, ask. But ask what he wants in your life. Ask what he wants in your life. Because if you do that, oh, oh be careful. It's going to come. And rejoice because he's going to give it to you. Listen, the disciples are asking him. He's giving them mansions. Look, you already got a mansion. <laughs> You've already got a mansion right now. It's yours. It's, it's done. It's yours. Boom. You can set that in solid stone right now. The title's yours. You got a mansion. 
But when you ask, don't ask for something stupid. Ask for what God wants in your life. And he'll do it. He says, I will do it. Ask in my name and I'll do it. You know, Lord Jesus, I need my rent paid. Please, Lord. And he'll do it. That was my life, man. I lived as a, I lived like this, and I, I I lived off Jesus like that, man. And he and he's and he's faithful. He always he's faithful when you're in his will. But when you live outside of his will, you're not. He's not going to be faithful to you. And why should he? Get off of the earth stuff and get onto the high prize, Jesus. Watch what he does. But verse fifteen says, "If you love me, keep my commandments." And I will pray the Father, and He will give you another helper. Here it is. Ready? Listen. Here's the big, 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 big one that everyone needs to know. Please, Christians, believers, Gentiles, whatever you want to call yourselves, followers of Christ, amen. Praise the Lord. Listen to my words, please. If you love me, keep my commandments. That was the law. That Jesus came and fulfilled. It's the love. Listen to me. Moses had the law of works. Jesus said, I will do the works, which is love. Love your brother and your sister. Love your enemies. Do good to those. You don't need to be snitching on people or calling on people. Let God be God. So many people call me, pastor, pastor. This person did that and this and this and that. Okay, good. God's bigger than your problems. Give it to him. He can take it. And he'll give you what you need. Read 1 John chapter 1, 2, and 3, man, because this is what it talks about, the love. 1 John chapter 1, 2, and 3. Those, those three, did you know those three books, those three chapters were written to the Christian, to the believer? Listen, here it comes. We're probably not going to finish this chapter because I'm sorry. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, it's radical. Listen, I want you to understand that the helper is the Holy Spirit and Jesus left the helper for you so that you will never be lonely. And I'm going to read this. Listen, let me read. I'm sorry, I get caught up on this. I'm so excited. Listen. Wow, it's radical. Wow, I just can't stop thinking. Listen. He will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. Verse 17, the spirit of truth who the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. They'll never understand you because you're not born again. But you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. Oh my Lord, he will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. A little while longer and the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live. You will live also. At that day you will know that I am in my Father and you in me and I in you. Wow. He who has my, he who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Wow, and Judas still couldn't get it. He's saying, look, 
I'm Jesus Christ. My helper is the Father. Look, I am the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the helper is going to be there for you. The Holy Spirit, man. <laughs> wow. Man. I feel like I'm just high on, I'm high on Jesus. And listen, I want to leave you with some Bible scriptures, man. Some radical ones. Listen, these, are, these, are, these scriptures were left for you so that you can understand God's love and His mercy. Look, the Holy Spirit doesn't want bitterness. Listen to this. The Holy Spirit, ma- listen, bitterness makes the Holy Spirit sad and sorrowful. Remember that. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, it's, it's the unique characteristics of Jesus. Some people just like to be mad and they like to they live for conflict and arguing and fighting. You ever find one of those people? No matter what you say to them, they're always right. <laughs> or they know everything. This is as with all sin. Only it gets worse if it's left unchecked and un- unrepented. And the sad thing is, bitter people rarely want to keep it to themselves. Instead, they spread it around. The Bible speaks about the root of bitterness. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15. But listen, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 says, Do you know that your, your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. And I will and check this out, man. Because this scripture right here, Ephesians 4.30 says, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. We don't have to grieve, grieve the Holy Spirit. We don't, listen, Jesus will forgive you of every sin. It's the sin that He doesn't forgive is when you're on your deathbed and you reject the Holy Spirit. Don't do that. Don't do that. I've been to hospitals where I've met one person and I asked God, why did you do that to me, Lord? I went to a hospital and the lady was in there and she hissed at me like a snake when she was dying. And I tried to witness to her for years with love. And she said, get away from me, like some exorcist. Sad. I don't know where she went. But our minds can only wonder what God did. God judges Everybody, and still I don't know. She could, I could have walked away, and then the nurse came up, and she could have received Jesus, took her last, breath, her last breath, and died, and went straight to heaven. I don't know, but I don't want to mess with that. I don't want to find out. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not that, that, you know, I don't have that much, uh, you know, cojones. But listen, Jesus loves you, and he wants you to love him. And that's where we're going to leave this. Until next time, um, God loves you. We're going to study this. Remember this, and we're done. This is the next verse I want to give you. But you, dear friends, by building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, pray in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Wow, isn't that radical? <laughs> I'm excited. This chapter is amazing because Judas could not get it. Jesus just told him, I'll live in you and we can live together and I can, you can dwell in me and I'll dwell, I'll dwell in you together. Listen, Jesus, I mean, Judas, not the Iscariot. Remember that. It's not Iscariot. It's Judas. Okay. Listen, said to him, Lord, how is it 
that you will manifest yourself to us and not the world? Question mark. And Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. See that love? Ahava. In Hebrew, it's called Ahava. But see, we have different kinds of love. You have phileo love. You have, the, you have, you have unconditional love. This is different kind of love. Listen, Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, anyone, that's anybody, he will keep my word. And my Father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home. Our, capital O. He's talking about the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. He will make our home with him. And he who does not love me does not keep my words. And the words which you hear is not mine, but the Father who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But the Helper, here we go, the Helper, the Holy Spirit... Whom the Father will send in my name, remember that, He will teach you all things. He will bring to you your remembrance, all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you. Shalom. I give you, not as the world gives you, gives does, but I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let, let it be afraid. You have, heard, you have heard me say to you, I'm going away and coming back to you. If Listen to this. If you love me, you would rejoice because I said I'm going to the Father and my Father is greater than I. Listen to this. May believe and I will no longer talk much with you for the ruler of this world is coming who is the devil. That's the ruler and he has nothing to do with me but the world may know that I love the Father and as the Father gave me commandments so I, so I do. Arise, let us go from here. Basically, Jesus Christ is in you. He loves you. He's with you. He doesn't need anybody to tell him what to do, but we have Jesus living inside us. He will manifest himself to us. He will help us. Jesus Christ paid the price for you and me to be in paradise. Listen, we have our helper, our father. Jesus Christ is our helper. We don't need anyone else but Jesus and, and the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit. He is our helper. Keep my word. Listen, Jesus is explaining that his manifestation to the disciples would be in a response, listen, to their love and obedience. Make our home with him. It's a believer, if a believer loves and obeys the Lord, he or she will experience that fellowship with God. It's obedience. We need to be obedient. Keep reading the word. Keep listening to the Holy Spirit. He talks to you. Well, I don't know, Pastor. How do I know if he talks to me? Let's go rob somebody. What do you think when you hear that? No, that's not good. Well, that could be the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Let's go cheat somebody. No, that don't sound really good to me. Well, that could be the Holy Spirit. God will convict us. Convict. C-O-N-V. Satan will condemn. Because the Bible says in Romans chapter 8 and 9, there, therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Satan will condemn you because he's a, he's, a, he's a backbiter. He's a liar, a deceiver, and a manipulator. He'll get you to try to drink booze again, try to do drugs again. He'll try to get you to trip up with your old friends. He'll try to get you to hang out with people you don't need to be hanging out with. He wants you to become part of him because it's a war it's a spiritual warfare and he wants you to be like him and Jesus is saying no you don't have to do that no I've called you to something greater I've given you a future a hope can you trust me Jesus is saying you can't see me but can you trust me
If you could trust me, listen, lean on me like Peter did, like the disciples did. Lean on my breast and say, look, Lord, I love you. Go before me, Holy Spirit. Listen, Jesus wants to go before you. Will you let him? Will you trust in the helper? The helper is real. I'm pleading with you, believer. The helper is real and he wants to help you move on to the next step in life. But you got to take that rope and say, Father, I'm here. I can't see you, but I'm here. I know you're real. I know that you are the Holy Spirit. You said it, that you will manifest yourself unto me. Unto me. You will live in me and I will in you and you will be our home. Dude, can you imagine? You got a home with Jesus. You're at home with Jesus. What more could you want? But living in sin is not going to get you home with Jesus. It's going to kill you. The wager of sin equals death. God doesn't send us to hell. We send ourselves by not choosing the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our sins. It's not by our righteousness, because ours are not good. They're, the Bible says they're of filthy rags. Listen, Jesus says His righteousness can live in us. Did you know that? His righteousness, not ours. His. Separate that. Listen, separate our righteousness for His righteousness. Put it in us, His, not ours, and let the Holy Spirit work in us, the helper. Listen, I only got a half an hour on this program. But we can't stop the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so forget the time limit. And my voice is going out. But who cares? Listen, Jesus Christ is in love with you. He's saying, I love you. Will you love me? Trust in me. It's not about partying anymore. And whatever you're doing in life, it's about trusting in me. Getting out there and loving me. Jesus wants to make a home with you. Will you make a home with him? Next week we're going to talk about on this program, we're going to grow together. And that's why we made this program, Growing in His Word. It's to help people grow and understand the power of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> and no, we're not Pentecostal, although I love Pentecostals. But we love you. Jesus loves you. We need to be more like Jesus. We need the peace, and only Jesus can offer the peace. And now I have told you, 29, verse 29 says, And now I have told you, before it comes, that when it does come to pass, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the, for the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. Because, listen, but that the world may know that I love the Father. Listen. And as the Father gave me commandment, so I do. All Listen, arise, let us go from here. And he went out. And they moved on. He moved on. Jesus gives us peace when we have no hope. Jesus is everything. And Jesus is basically our personal Father. And he's in control of all circumstances in our life. And if you don't believe that, you need to get on your knees and pray. Say, Lord, show me. Holy Spirit, help me. Remember, don't test the Holy Spirit. Never test, but ask in faith. Hebrews chapter 11, the honorable faith. Listen, Father, we come before you. Jesus, we thank you. Lord, helper, Holy Spirit, 
Lord, you are the one that teaches us, Father. You commanded us to love, Father, not to be bitter and upset. So, Lord, I pray right now, Lord, if anyone doesn't know you, Father, we ask, Lord, in Jesus' name, that they come to you, Father. And amen. And God bless you guys. And and next week, we're going to touch up a little bit more on, on this and growing in His Word. You can always find us growing in His Word, growinginhisword.com. <laughs> or click on any podcast or any iHeartRadio, anywhere. We're everywhere. Twitter. Log on to Twitter. Log on to Facebook. Praise God. We love you guys. Email us. Talk, whatever you want to do. We're here. God bless you guys. And thank you for growing in His Word.